This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Thrilled to have you with us on Kelly and Ramia with Grant and Kelly today. If you've been here since the beginning, thank you for sticking with us. If not, and you just missed our chat with Danielle Jonkind, feel free to check us out on the Kelly and Ramya podcast, which we put up every weekday. And we even include a vanity card from a team member at the end of the podcast with some extra little info or fun nuggets for you to check out there. That's the Kelly and Ramya podcast on your favorite podcast platform. True. On to K Grant. And- wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I have a, a fire alarm that may trick off, folks, so I do pre-apologize. And uh, if I disappear, Grant, we know what that is. Every other Tuesday, we're joined by nutritionist Julia Karanchis. Hi, I'm Julia Karanchis. Join me on Kelly and Rumya as we dive into the wonderful world of nutrition and wellness with tips to stay healthy and live a vibrant lifestyle. The world of testing alarms. Today we're chatting about, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the difference and benefits of them. Julia, welcome back. Good day. Thank you. Hello. I'm anxious to get into this conversation. And we, we you know, sometimes we'll talk about um, seeds from a different angle with our gardener. But we talk a lot about, hey, what do we do with this? And I, I've, over my years, especially when I was a kid and got over the, can I eat these without growing pumpkins in my belly? Uh, seeds have always been a curiosity. Yeah, I, you know, I am a creature of habit. I was recently making my smoothie, which I always put flax in it. I ran out of flax and just didn't have time to get any more. And then I remembered that I had chia seeds in the cupboard and thought, oh, okay, yeah, I could just use these instead. You know, and I had bought chia seeds for another recipe and sort of forgot that I can use these things interchangeably. And so today we're gonna talk about chia seeds, flax seeds and hemp seeds and the differences, the benefits and how to incorporate them into into your diet. Um, okay. You know, yeah. Mm, mm, fantastic. Well. I get curious because I, well, again, none of us probably know a lot about them, including hesitating of, well, it's in the grocery store. I guess I can eat these. So (laughs) before we get into the differences, what are the similarities? So I grouped these three seeds specifically together because there's obviously a lot of other seeds. You know, there's pumpkin seeds and sunflower seeds, and we can talk about those at a different time. But I specifically grouped these three together because of their similarities. And I think that's, Mm. you know, mentally, many of us do put them in the same category, which is why we typically eat one or the other. But they are all, they're all really tiny. And they all give us a source of unsaturated fat, specifically the omega fat. Uh, they'll all give us a bit of these fats, which is why I think we think of these guys as the same. Um, They also will all give us a bit of fiber and some minerals, and they can also be used in similar ways, such as as a topping on yogurt or cereal, or add it into smoothies on top of oatmeal, or also incorporate it into baking. All right, fantastic. And uh, let's 
talk about what makes them different. Obviously, we don't just use the same one every time. People use them a variety. So what makes them different? Why would someone want to eat one over the other? So this is where the conversation really can get interesting because they are similar in that they all give they all provide us some omegas. They're similar in that they're these tiny, tiny little seeds, but they have a lot of differences, which is why I do think it's important to incorporate all of them, not necessarily at the same time, but at mm -hmm. some point in your, you know, yearly eating, there it's a benefit mm -hmm. to all eat them. But if you if you want to increase protein, hemp seed is the way to go. Hemp seed is gonna provide mm -hmm. almost double the amount of protein per serving as compared to chia or flax. And so this is wow. one of the differences is that hemp is gonna give us more protein, which is really important if you're vegan or vegetarian, because mm -hmm. that's something mm -hmm. that you want to place some focus on. So Absolutely. that's a great fact to know. And then if you wanna increase your fiber for the day, which we have talked about a lot on the, our segment because fiber is very dear to my heart. Um, chia. <laughs> chia is going to be your best friend. So that's where we have, you know, the chia seeds will really shine because they have a very high soluble fiber content. And then right in the middle is where the flaxseed is going to land. Now the flaxseed, it will give you protein, not as much as the hemp, but still provide some and it will also give you some fiber flaxseed here's another difference so flaxseed will also provide minerals like magnesium which we've talked about because it's mm -hmm. one of the most important minerals also one that's really depleted from our soil so there's always a need to really try to eat foods that give us some magnesium so we get that from flaxseed and then flaxseed also gives us another nutrient called a lingon and the lingon has been shown to have antioxidant properties that have been linked to a lower risk of osteoporosis as well as breast cancer and so flaxseed will offer us different nutrients than the hemp and the chia in in that regard so there's some pretty pretty big similarities but some pretty big differences as well that's cool. I, it's just amazing because I don't think of them that way. I don't know how to manage them. And yet, like you said, they're on the tip of everyone's tongue. So let's get into how we would eat them. And Julia, in all fairness, do they all digest the same? So this is, yeah, these are, this is another good conversation because there's, they are different. And because they digest different and they behave different, they, you might not like one versus the other because of this. So right. this is also something to keep in mind. So, you know, they don't digest the same. Flaxseed, yeah. the husk of a flaxseed is, it's hard. And your gut typically does not break this down. So, you know, not to be gross, but if you eat a whole flaxseed, you're probably past a whole flaxseed. Um, it doesn't typically break down in our gut. And so flaxseeds are best consumed. I know it's gross, but that's- Well, I get that and from sighted people saying that about corn. So I've heard it. <laughs> There you go. You know, I mean, that's not a great thought, but the the point is, if you're not breaking the food down, you're not getting the nutrition from it. Do it, it'll so, reassemble. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> so with flax seeds, you want them ground, and you can buy them whole and grind them yourself, or you can buy them already ground. It, it, that doesn't matter, but you would want to consume the flax seed ground that's the that's the way to eat them but chia chia is really different it's really soft much softer and it can be added as is to things you can keep it whole 
or you can grind it. It doesn't matter. The other interesting thing about chia is that it will absorb about 10 times its weight in liquid, which makes it really ah, interesting, interesting to work with. Yeah. So the text, it will really affect the texture of what you're not only putting it in, but also the texture of when it finally gets to your mouth because it will absorb. And then because of this absorption, you can make really interesting things. Like you can make pudding with chia seeds, right. either whole mm -hmm. or ground, right? You would have to let it sit and let that absorption occur, but you couldn't do this with, with flax or hemp because it doesn't have this absorbability factor. And so also because of this, you could use chia as a thickener in recipes, which would also be really interesting because then you'd also be increasing the fiber content as well as other you know, minerals and things like that. But it would, it could be used as a natural soup thickener or thickener in any recipes. Flax can can also uh, be used as a thickener, but again, hemp, you couldn't use it as that. Um, mm -hmm. And- But Chia, you use in the brownies too, right? In the in the vegan brownies, yeah. I believe we thought, yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. I love could, them. The, you know, you could do really fun things with Chia. Yeah, that's kind of where I was well, going to, you know, I, I always sort of joke that it's so much easier to eat uh, unhealthily than to eat healthy food because un unhealthy food, you just eat it. With healthy food, I'm always thinking, like, am I doing it right? Is it necessary right. Is it necessary to consume these seeds, like, in certain ways or with certain specific other foods if you want the protein or the health benefit, if you want them to sort of be absorbed in the correct way? Or is that not really, like, a big issue? Just eat it however... Uh, eat it to taste, if you will? Uh, it's a great question because there are nutrients that do need to be with other nutrients for absorption. But with, with the seeds, they're a fat all on their own. They don't gotcha. really need anything else to be absorbed. The flaxseed, though, the caveat is you want to grind it. Of course, but, yeah. You know, yeah. you would still get, with hemp seed, I mean, if you want to just eat spoonfuls of hemp seed, you'd still be getting the same pro protein content, whether you mixed it with something or not, right. it would just had it, well, had it, it mixed in with other things, um, yeah. whether it be yogurt or a dry, like if you had, you know, like other nuts and seeds and stuff and you wanted it in there, you could add and, and go with that. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they do taste a bit different. You know, flaxseed has this really dry, nutty taste to it. It's it it's kind of distinct. And so that might be something that your palate is sensitive to and maybe you don't like it. And so for that, for that reason, it has to be out because it's just not something that you would want to incorporate into your day. Whereas chia seeds have a much milder flavor. Hemp seeds are a bit nutty as well. Um, I think they're a bit nicer, but again, it's very subjective. It's really what your taste buds um, agree with. But in terms of being able to absorb the nutrients in them, it, you don't have to pair them. It's just how, you know, are you incorporating them in a way that works for you in your daily routine? Mm -hmm. What a straightforward thing to add, right? Where you're not, mm -hmm. you know, other than the powdered version or making sure it's ground yeah. up when it comes to the, the flaxseed. What a thing that if you have things already made that you don't mind throwing this on, that you don't look at it and go, ew, what's that covering my pudding? <laughs> or, you know, whatever you might wish to throw it in with that tastes okay. Wow. How, what an easy thing. Yeah. Yeah. They are easy. And Chia seeds, they absorb the fluid or the liquid, but you don't need to pre-absorb them. You don't need to let them sit in water. Um, you can just throw them on whatever you're eating. 
and they'll they'll congeal. So if you're throwing them on cereal, when you start eating your cereal, they'll just be these tiny chewy seeds. And by the time you're done eating your cereal, they'll be sort of softer, more gelatinous texture. They might get stuck in your teeth, which might be uncomfortable, but... <laughs> So perhaps perhaps a little bit of a, dare I say, a gateway, a type of healthy food where if you wanted to incorporate a little bit different fatty or protein foods, different from what you're used to, this might be kind of a low energy, uh, you know, way to sort of incorporate some new foods into the diet that you're already having. Oh my gosh, yes. What a fantastic point. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, you know, you can buy a package of hemp seeds if you're already a cereal eater. You're all you're doing now is just opening that hemp seed bag and sprinkling Dump. a spoonful on your hemp seed. That's like, it. Like on your cereal. And it's so easy. If you, yeah, I mean, it, it's such a good point. It is a, yeah, a gateway health food. This, this is thing. the way I'd be doing it with uh, <laughs> with old Red River cereal and any of those things. You betcha. Because, and that's what I think about. Like, wow, because some of that stuff has the stuff in it. But I, I'd probably have all three. Just d dump a little bit in yeah. to get that quotient. Um, just one of the things to think about. If someone really is serious, feels this is a component they need to mix up at points of the year, how much? If you have some every day, one or the other, or a combination, you don't need a lot either. You don't. You're looking at here one to two tablespoons of these seeds. You know, two is a high serving. If it's, if it's hemp and you're trying to get protein in, you might go with three tablespoons of the hemp, but three tablespoons of chia seed would be a lot. And same thing with the flax. That would probably not taste great if you were incorporating it into a single serving of something so one mm -hmm. tablespoon maybe two which is not a lot and um, so again okay. because of the quantity is small really easy if you eat granola stick some extra stuff on top an extra Perfect. tablespoon of that flaxseed yeah i love it i love it is one of the other better than the other julia or would we say it's a draw you just kind of interchangeable Ooh. mix them up and try to incorporate all of them yeah, I definitely wouldn't label one of them the best. They're all great. You can eat them all at the same time if you want, but you don't need to. And then just keep in mind that they have different textures and different tastes. And if you don't like one, that doesn't mean that you won't like the other two. You might like one Perfect. of them. Awesome. Of course, thank you kindly. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thanks, guys. Talking Seeds today with Julia Caranchis, our nutritionist. We have these conversations opposite wellness with uh, Francis, and we do that every other Tuesday uh, right here on Kelly and Rumya. Coming up next, Laura Bain discusses a new report which says that Nova Scotia has the highest poverty rate in the country. Stay with us. It's Kelly and Rumya. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Rumya on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.